And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. Feeling my way through the darkness. Guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end. But I know where to start. They tell me I'm too young to understand They say I'm caught up in a dream Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes So that's fine by me Welcome to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on America's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And we want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us here at The Really Real Deal. Uh, A really, really special shout out to our new listeners uh, out in Lynchburg, um, Roanoke, and... and, uh, what is it? Uh, Lynchburg, Roanoke, and Bedford. That's it on 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 the Big WLVA five eighty AM ninety four point one FM. And um, you know, it, and look, and the folks would like to call in to include our many many viewers on Facebook. Uh, the number here is eight zero four four five four one three six six eight zero four four five four one three six six. We'll give the number out uh, throughout today's. Uh, program. Uh, so much to talk about, folks. Um, you know, big news, uh, President Trump. Uh, the Democrats are just really in a state of war, okay? And my question is, when are the Republicans going to get into a state of war, okay? I mean, how many years have, have I been saying this, that every four generations, this nation goes to war with itself, Okay, the Revolutionary War, we think of it as a war against England, which it was. But right here at home, folks, one third were called loyalists. One third were called patriots. One third were called what? Uh, Head on back was pants hanging down. (laughs) I don't know Were they you know, what was the deal with that one third that couldn't make their mind up, folks? Were they just uh, putting a finger in the air to see which way the wind blew and the glom on to the winner or were, you know, who knows? Okay, but the two thirds that were active, you know, they fought each other. Okay, and so we 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 not only had to fight England, we had to fight ourselves, folks. Four generations later, civil war, we're fighting ourselves again. Okay, and what's at issue? In 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 each case, what is at issue is the Declaration of Independence stated that freedom comes from God, and the purpose of government is merely to defend that freedom. And so what are, what, are, what are the two camps? And there are only two camps, folks. 
There are only two camps. One camp says God is the author of our freedom. The other camp says your fellow man is the author of your freedom, okay? And that other camp, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Marx and Engels, Lenin, Stalin, Mao Zedong, Fidel Castro, Pol Pot, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton. I don't care who it is, okay? A Mueller, you know, I don't care. Fill in the blank. Anyone that wants big government, you look at the history of big government, okay? Big government kills people. But they go to the little guy and they tell the little guy, oh, you need big government to give you free stuff because the, the, the rich Republicans, they have it all and they don't want you to have any. Folks, there's another billionaire making the news now. You know, what's this guy's name? Ah, I had it right in front of me. But um, uh, he, he, he has an ongoing battle with um, Putin, okay? And this joker changed his citizenship in order to avoid paying taxes to the United States of America, okay? Billionaire, billionaire. But these people, they go to their Democrat voters and they say, hey, you guys need to vote Democrat because the Republicans, they hate everybody, you know, and they want to keep all the money for themselves. They're the party of the rich. We're the party of the little guy. And we're going to examine that today, folks, and we're going to find out. Now, you who are longtime listeners, you know my position, okay? <laughs> but we have a lot of new listeners, so we have to go back and cover uh, some of this old ground, you know? But uh, Bill uh, Browder is his last name, okay? Yeah, so many bills. But uh, Bill Browder, of a multi-billion-dollar hedge fund operator, okay? Now... His name was mentioned by Putin in this latest flare-up of this ongoing, never-ending saga of Donald Trump and the Republicans. They're in love with the Russians. And how many people are coming out on the news now saying Donald Trump is guilty of treason? None, none of these people ever spoke a single word when Barack Hussein Obama did the following, sent billions of dollars to Iran, eliminated defensive missiles in Eastern Europe without anything coming back from, from uh, Russia, okay, as a, as a so-called gesture, okay, went on a worldwide apology tour. His first speech, as a matter of fact, as president was over in, um, in Egypt, okay, uh, said things like, we in America cannot continue to drive these gas-eating SUVs, eat all the food we want, set our thermostats where we want, no matter what time of year, and expect, I mean, this was the president of the United States of America, folks, and said, and expect the rest of the world to continue to sit back and say that that is okay, okay? This is a joker that wanted to be the president of the world, all right? He bowed to the king of Saudi Arabia. He bowed to the prime minister of Japan. Donald Trump, on the other hand, bows to no one. <laughs> has an America first agenda and, and has said, hey, I'm the president of the United States of America. I'm not the president of the world. And so when Donald Trump goes and speaks to our allies as well as our adversaries, he has the same agenda in mind. What is best for the United States of America? 
And so this this phony, all this stuff is lies, folks. This stuff is lies. They 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 pick things around the edges to try to say, well, Trump is a uh, puppet of Putin, when money is what really really matters. Okay, Trump is a man of money. Okay, he didn't inherit it; he earned it. And so Trump understands money. And so when you look at how Trump exposed that deal between Russia and Germany, that deal for the gas pipeline where they were going to bypass other, e, e, other European Union nations and the, the, uh, the gas, the, the, the natural gas was going to come from Russia into Germany. And Germany is the largest economic uh, partner in the European Union. Trump exposed that, okay? So how is it that, and, and this is what really matters, is money, okay? These little things where folks are, are saying this or that or being friendly or being diplomatic or trying to uh, have a little comedy in a meeting in order to be able to uh, engage in conversations. Folks, when Barack Obama was doing those things, it was the greatest thing in the world, Donald Trump does the exact same thing, and it's evidence of treason? I mean, my goodness, folks, okay? My goodness. And so I expect this from the Democrats, but, and and more and more, and it's not that I don't expect it from Republicans, because remember now, I'm the guy that's been saying for years that we who are Republicans, we have a very healthy debate going on within our party, okay? We have establishment Republicans, and we have uh, Christian conservative Republicans. We have Republicans that are members of the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition, or as I write about in my, um, on my website, which you can, you know, visit the website, thereallyrealdeal.com, sign up for our newsletter, and, and you'll get this stuff, okay? And it's, it's the seven C's of a successful society, and we, we talk about that all the time, folks. But the simple fact of the matter is these, these are lies and this, this debate within the Republican Party. You, we have two camps in the Republican Party. Okay, one camp that wants a return to order, a return, uh, you know, this this cycle that that occurs every four generations uh, where we go to war with ourselves. There's a winner, there's a loser, and then there's kind of an uneasy peace, and we go back about the business of business. Okay, which uh, Calvin Coolidge said, the business of America is business. Okay, and see, and that benefits everyone, folks. That benefits everyone. The government is not trying to put their thumb on the scale to benefit this one at the expense of that one. And that's what freedom is all about. That's what it's all about. And this is why we go to war every four generations, because we have one camp that says, yes, you're right, hatchet man. Freedom is a gift from God. And then we have the other side that says, oh, no, hatchet man, you know, there is no God. And so, therefore, your rights, your freedom are whatever the people in power say they are. And you go out throughout history and you look at what types of governments take full advantage of this to the point of killing people who dissent. And in each case, it is, it is nations with a leftist agenda. They are all atheists, okay? Or in the case of the, um, 
the, the fundamentalist Muslim countries, uh, they're not atheists, but they have created a religion to placate their people because they know they need to feed them some type of religion in lieu of real religion, real belief in God. They have to feed. And, and you notice the difference is that there, there's not a God in these fundamentalist uh, societies where you are courted and you are sought to believe as in a change in the heart. It's a God that demands, as in, if you don't submit, we will cut your head off. To- totally different. Totally different. Okay? But you look at these nations, and they are what I call the coalition of evil. And the Democrat Party has, in, a, in the United States of America is now the official leader of the coalition of evil. And we're going to take our first break. And again, folks, we're going to open the phone lines up kind of early today. 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be shamed to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live as we listen to a little bit of Aretha Franklin, the first lady of soul, talking about freedom. And, uh, hey, that's what we're talking about, folks. And I'm telling you, if your freedom is not a gift from God, then you're not free, okay? I'm, I'm just saying, okay? And uh, 804-454-1366 is the phone number here at The Really Real Deal, 804 804- Four five four one three six six, and um, 
You know, and again, uh, welcome to our, our new listeners uh, out in the Lynchburg, Roanoke, and Bedford area, um, 580 AM, 94.1 FM. And uh, so we want to say hello and welcome to the program and uh, and also to our many uh, viewers on Facebook. We want to say welcome to you all as well. And, um, you know, this, um, you know, it, and and I've, I've spoken on this before of the... Um, the 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 minutia media, okay? How the how the media they will glom on to uh, minute details of a story and they'll repeat it ad nauseum. And so what I try to do here is we try to go in depth and uh, and try to find out, you know, really what is really going on uh, in the media. And, and you know, one of the things is that. I don't often hear, uh, every now and then I hear someone make reference to uh, that we're, we're at war. And, and, and typically someone will write an article and it'll just be uh, kind of a cutesy little thing and they'll just make a passing reference to it. But, you know, I don't hear too many people really go into detail. And I try to give you detail. And, you know, I try to use, you know, actual history. I try to use God's word out of the Bible. You know, it. it it, and it's not that what we're witnessing are new phenomena. No, they are not. It's, none of this is new, okay? The Bible even says there is no new thing under the sun, okay? And you can go all, th- you know, all throughout the Bible and you, 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 you see references like uh, sheep, I mean, wolves in sheep's clothing, okay? Men who feign themselves to be just men, in order to, uh, you know, latch on to some words. I mean, they treated Jesus Christ like this, okay? Wanted to latch on to some of his words so that they could turn him into the authorities and, and have him destroyed, okay? This is right out of the word of God. You, you go back to the Old Testament, the same thing for with uh, in, in the book of Daniel, the same exact thing in the king's court. And again, this is politics intermixed. And so for these uh, Reverend Chickenfoot preachers out there that say, oh, you shouldn't mix uh, politics, you know, oh, when I preach, I, 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 don't, I don't do politics. I'm just us, the word of God. You know, I mean, give me a break. Give me a break, okay? You can go into the word of God and you've uh, politics is all throughout it, okay? When you got David is in what? David is not in a, in, you know, in a, in a club He's in the king's court, or Daniel, I mean. He's in the king's court. And so when they're trying to uh, get him set up, they're saying, hey, we can find no fault in him, but we're going to trick the king into making a law that we know he'll break because it'll be a law against his religion, and we know he's, he's, he's not going to violate his religion. That's a setup, okay? So 3,000 years ago, this stuff is happening, Okay. 2,000, read your New Testament, 2,000 years ago this stuff is happening, okay? You go, I did a beautiful, uh, and it was kind of a long interview, but really it was one of my, well, I, really, I can't say one of my, I have to say it was my favorite interview with uh, Messianic Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Now, it was a long interview, but it's up on my website, and it's still up, okay? And we did that interview you know how long ago did we do that interview, Asher? Three, four months ago, five months ago. It's been a it's been a while, okay? Uh, with his book, The Paradigm, and I highly encourage you all to go to my website, thereallyrealdeal.com, 
uh, set aside a, a, a good block of time, listen to that interview with uh, Rabbi Khan, and what you will find, and this is just one book in the Bible, and a book of Kings, okay, and he's making the case that this is a perfect fit for the times in which we live. Not, and you know, my expectation, folks, was that he was going to have to stretch and make it fit, but to my surprise, once I read the book, see, this is thing of prejudice using Craig's brain, okay? Because Craig lives in a flesh suit just like the rest of you out there. And this is why I try to do my research. And, well, I don't try to do my research. I do my research, okay? And I don't, I don't just stand behind this microphone and spout. Is This is the result of research, okay? So once I read uh, Rabbi Khan's book, okay, I come to find out that it's not just that um, Ahab kind of fits Bill Clinton, Jezebel kind of fits Hillary Clinton. It's not, I mean, it's a precise fit. It's almost as if the Book of Kings was written, you know, five or six years ago, okay? <laughs> or, you know, a two or three months. It's, I mean, it is that exact and precise, folks. King Jehu is Donald Trump. King Joran is Barack Obama. Uh, ben Haydad is Osama Bin Laden. Their names are even uh, similar. Ben Haydad, Bin Laden. Okay? They're, I mean, the, the it's, it's just, it's fascinating, folks. It's really, really fascinating. And so, and this is one reason why, you know, we have... Um, we, we have a slider at the top of our website with uh, our five, typically our five most recent programs that kind of slide back and forth. But, you know, we try to keep Jonathan Kahn up there, even though it's been several months ago, because it is such an important interview because it gives you a key into assessing current times in light of the Word of God. And so... And when when that's your foundation, you can't go wrong, folks. You just can't go wrong. And so this is why, you know, I go back to this time and time again. But anyway, we're up against our bottom of the hour news break. Uh, again, if you'd like to call and speak on air on the other side of the break, 
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here, Man's World Radio, as we listen to a little bit of James Brown with the get down. <laughs> and uh, hey, the uh, number here, if you would like to call, is uh, 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. Six six and uh, yeah, and I'm I'm looking at Facebook here and and I'm I'm seeing a little note here from uh, a, a good friend Anita and uh, and yeah, and I was gonna get to that about Obama in that hot mic talking to Medvedev and she she put a little note there that um, he said when he uh, had a little more flexibility after his next election uh, and and so Medvedev uh, said to Obama, I'll transmit that. To Vladimir, and uh, you know, I mean, and now folks are going crazy saying Trump. I mean, come on now, Donald Trump is uh, is 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 committing treason. I mean, Barack Obama committed treason uh, for the world to see. Okay, a hot microphone caught Barack Obama committing treason. Okay. I mean, and and again, uh, as I said earlier, when you look at those uh, missiles, are you talking about defensive missiles that he that he moved? Okay, defensive missiles. All right, and so this uh, this is just all a pack of lies. That's that's really all it is. And the bottom line is that uh, again, within the Republican Party, there's a very healthy debate. Okay, um, well, the debate could be more healthy if my side would fight harder. Okay, <laughs> you know, because to me, uh, a healthy debate is when I'm winning. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, that's that's very healthy. Okay, uh, and a an unhealthy debate is when my side is losing, or as often is the case when my side refuses to fight. Because uh, remember, now um, my side, we are primarily the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition and you know we're people that are are, are reared well and uh, we tend to be not that we all and you know and, and and trust me folks it's not that we have to be Christian my 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 prayer for you is if you're a member of our coalition that you would get to know Christ and become a Christian okay but that's not a requirement because after all what is a coalition a coalition is uh, different groups coming together. You know, if everyone is the same, that's not a coalition. That's one single entity. And so it's, it's, it's really okay, okay? But the simple fact of the matter is because so many of us are Christians, then, uh, you know, we, we, we fall victim to the nice guy mentality that we only have the comfort to engage in because in the past, tough men made tough decisions and won tough battles, okay? And so it's like that famous quote from Adams that, uh, you know, I study war so that my son can study agriculture, so that his son can study art, okay? In other words, 
you know, times are tense right now. I don't have time for art. I've got a war to win. And so this is where we get every four generations as, as I opened up the program talking about this, you know, the, the generations and how every four generations we fight each other. And you have these two, these two camps that you always have, okay? You always, okay? Satan got kicked out of heaven, and he just means he's going to come back and take over, okay? And so this never ceases. This is the foundation, and so you cannot refer to Satan as my friend across the aisle. Satan is not your friend across the aisle. So if Satan is not your friend across the aisle, how can the yielded vessel of Satan be your friend across the aisle? It just, it, it cannot happen, folks. It cannot happen. You have to call him what he is. He is your enemy, Okay. And so, and again, you go back to Christian faith, Christian teachings, words of Jesus Christ himself. You know, when he's asked how to pray and he says, this is how you do it. You go and you say, our father, our father, okay? Our, plural, the father of us, okay? And who is this? Does this include the people that he says, ye are of your father, the devil. So you have our father, he's saying the one group of people, and he's saying your father to another group of people, okay? And it's not the word of Brother Craig. This is the word of God. And so what I can't figure out is why Reverend Chickenfoot won't say this from the pulpit, okay? I mean, I, I used to, you know, when I was a boy, I used to wonder why, and maybe it's an unfair criticism, and where certainly when I was a teenager, it was an unfair criticism because as a teenager, you know, you're full of angst and, I'm, you know, and I'm anxious to get out and, you know, make my mark on the world. And, um, and so the critique that I used to do then was, you know, why is it we get the same thing every Sunday, week after week after week? It's the exact same thing, and it never changes, and nothing ever changes, and everyone sits like a bump on a log. And so, you know, I went off on an odyssey of life um, that really led me into some paths that took me, in my thinking, it took me away from God. And it took me into areas where I was tested, I was beat up a little bit, but I learned some things, and now I'm back. Been back for quite some time, praise God. So, my thinking is, okay, was I really doing something that God did not ordain for me to do? Because how else was I going to learn this? Was I going to learn it from a book? Was someone going to sit in front of me and, and preach this to me? Or was I going to learn it through experience? For example... For several years, I was involved with a um, kind of a, a group that's an offshoot of the Nation of Islam. And so now today, I am a fierce and sharp critic of Islam. Could I be this critic without that experience? If rather than have three years experience dealing with these people, 
when I'm I'm in the room when there's no microphones, there's no reporters, it's just us, okay? So I'm hearing the really real deal. I'm not hearing this tripe that's being put out for public consumption. And so how 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 else was I going to learn that, okay? Who who would have taught me that? No one would have taught me that. The only way to learn that was to be in the room, okay? Was to be a part of the group. That is the only way that I would have gotten that knowledge and hence the only way I would be able to share that knowledge, okay? And so, and that's just one example, folks. And so, when you look at the situations that we are dealing with in this world today, again, it takes tough men that have been through tough times that have had the the persistence and the tenacity to survive and to and, and to have some victories, okay? And so once you have people like that that create a thing called peace and security, then and only then can you have all these mind-numb idiots that you have running around on college campuses today, you know, guys with 15 earrings, you know, purple hair, you know, all this crap down their back. It looked like it takes six, seven, eight hours for them to go and get their hair done, okay? I mean, two or three generations ago, their grandfathers were earning the peace and security that enables them to go off and be stupid. Because were it not for peace and security, trust me, you would not have the leisure to go and get all over-involved in how you look, uh, you know, on the outside of you or your skin to get all overly involved in some silly sports team. You wouldn't because you would have to be the one fighting the war, creating the peace, creating the security, restoring God's order. You would have to be able to do that. But since your granddaddy did it, the, re- the responsibility doesn't fall on you. And so this is why these cycles come back. Because, again, you have a generation that builds, a generation that maintains, a generation that attacks, and a generation that destroys. And then after the destruction of the old order, because these old orders, they get stale after a time, you know? Revolutionary War, the, the beginning of the nation, four generations, that, that, that order that was set up by the founders, it's gotten stale. It's, it's, it's run its course. You know, just like my garden right now is flourishing. I drove past my garden on the way here to the studio, and my goodness, it's looking good. But come... November, December, hey, that garden will have run its course. The winter will set in. January and February, kill it all off. So why? Next year I can have a fresh start. And this is why this is irrefutable, folks, that these things, they are not new. They're cyclical. There's a reason for it. And all you have to do is, you know, do a little bit of investigation. And I'm going to share this book again that I've been sharing uh, for years. Uh, And it's called The Fourth Turning, written by uh, Neil Howe and William Strauss. And uh, and I've been very blessed uh, to interview so many wonderful people over the years, hundreds and hundreds of people. And I've I've interviewed, uh, Strauss has passed on, but Neil Howe, I've interviewed him three times, okay, twice on radio, 
once on, uh, I did a six-week television program about seven years ago titled America's Next Great Crisis. It was largely built upon Neil Howe's work, okay? So, and again, you know, I don't lift myself up as I'm some kind of genius. What I am, you know, if, if there's any gift that God has given me, it's the gift of being able to listen, okay, to listen, okay, to absorb, uh, to be really, if the, you know, there's one thing that I've claimed to be uh, in, in, in my years on radio, and that's a runner in a relay race. I receive the baton, I run my leg of the race, I hand off the baton. That's it. It's not my baton. Didn't create it. I'm not a genius. I'm a listener. I absorb. And then I try to give it back in a way that makes sense to the average ordinary person. Now, I know there's a lot of highfalutin people that they don't like the way the hatchet man gets down, and that's fine and dandy. You know, we're all going to have our uh, naysayers and detractors and uh, but, you know, the ordinary folks are, are, are waking up and uh, and more and more and more. Uh, and, and I'm seeing that these uh, these phony attacks uh, in this in this phase of warfare between these two camps. And that's what it is. It's a phase. And there are two camps. It's cyclical. It repeats. And we're at it again. OK, World War World War Two was the next uh, great uh gate in history after the Civil War, uh, which was four years after the Civil War. And we are right now uh, four generations again. Did I say four years? I meant four generations, okay? (laughs) Anyway, look, we are right at our um, next break. Uh, I'm going to give the phone number again. A lot of folks um, uh, sending messages out on um, Facebook. And uh, now I don't I don't type very well, folks, okay? And it'd be almost impossible for me to type and do the program. But I do invite you all uh, with your Facebook comments. I invite you to call into the program, okay? The number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna. Cut him down, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet, I thought I heard the shuffle of angels. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition 
have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Just as I am without one plea But that thy blood was shed for me And that thou bidst me come to thee O Lamb of God, I come I come. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, again, uh, we would welcome your calls. We've got a lot of uh, Facebook activity there, 804-454-1366. We do want to say hello again to our new listeners out in the Lynchburg uh, area, Lynchburg, Roanoke, and uh, Bedford on uh, 580 AM WLVA. Uh, also, I think they're on 94.1 FM and uh, very excited to be uh, broadcasting out there in addition to uh, Central Virginia, uh, WNTW. Uh, and, and look, the signal in Virginia is so big, it's too many counties <laughs> Uh, to to mention, I mean, we go uh, from um, our, our western front out in Louisa uh, out to uh, Hampton Newport News in the east. Uh, I think north, or we go up to uh, what's that up? What's that county up there by Kings Dominion, Asher? Uh, no, it's, we go further than Ashland going north because I drive to D.C. all the time and listen uh, to see how far the signal goes. Um, I forget the name of that county. Uh, but then south down to the Virginia, uh, North Carolina uh, border. So uh, folks in Lawrenceville and, um, uh, you know, some of the uh, counties uh, around Lawrenceville. So uh, and of course, everything in between. So, again, uh, we just we want to say welcome and uh, we want to say thank you all uh, to you all who are out there. And uh, again, I would uh, I would ask that you all check us out at TheReallyRealDeal.com. You just heard the giving ad, uh, Freedom Is Not Free, uh, for your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, to stand behind this microphone as I've done for the last 10 years, uh, sharing uh, truth. Uh, and, and I don't say this as a boast, but uh, I, I think truth that you get in very, very, very few places uh, do you get truth uh, as as hard 
and um, in a way that is backed up, okay, uh, and clear, unambiguous, uh, very, uh, and hopefully uh, with a little bit of entertainment value, okay. <laughs> we don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't claim to be, you know, a, a total entertainer, but there, there is a place for that, okay. There is, there is a place for that, so. Um, you know, a time and place for everything. But anyway, you know, back to, you know, what I was sharing with you about the times in which we live, okay, and how in order for you to absorb uh, the news and, and, and figure out, because, you know, average people are working working their jobs, living their lives, rearing their children, you know, loving their spouses, planning their futures, you know, here in the summertime, going on vacation, and that's a good thing, too. Um, so, you know, folks, you know, I'm the professional, and so I'm the guy that I am supposed to bring clarity. I'm supposed to make it concise and 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 make it easy to understand by, you know, absorbing what all these uh, different characters in the news are saying, uh, ascertaining what their agenda is, okay, doing the background research and trying to distill from that what is the truth, okay? And more importantly, how is that truth relevant? Now, this is the important part, folks. How is that truth relevant, not just to you, the listener, you, the citizen, you, the taxpayer, okay? How is that truth relevant to the future life of your children, your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren, okay? Because all things equal, all things being equal, they're going to outlive you. So if there's anything you're going to do for them and, and any, anything you're going to do to shape the society in which they live, you kind of have to do that now, okay? <laughs> all right? Because we're all going to exit the scene one day. And, uh, you know, leaving them some money, that's fine and dandy, okay? But what if you leave them some money and then because you've been so focused on making enough money to leave your grandchildren that you've not done your part to make sure that we still have a society where the fact that the freedom and the rights of your grandchildren, you're gone now, and so they're here and they have they have this 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 financial security that you've created for them. But you've not done your part to make sure that what the founders created, i.e. a nation where rights are a gift from God and the purpose of government is merely to secure these rights, okay? And so we see all this attack on the man that's, a, you know, a, a man's man, you know, an onion-toting man. And he's fighting, and he's fighting for that idea. And don't hand me, I mean, you can call, you can try to hand it to me. You can call and and hand me this line, but I'm just going to warn you, if you call the hatchet man, pack your lunch, okay? And I don't mean tofu and celery. I mean a thick burger, because it's going to be a long day. If you call up here, and the number is 804-454-1366, and you can come any kind of way you want, okay? But if you come with this stuff about, well, you know, 
Trump is an ungodly man. Well, on a certain level, we're all fallen, so therefore we're all ungodly on a certain level, okay? Jesus said there's none righteous, no, not one, okay? Someone even tried to uh, flatter him, you know, and he says, why, why do you say I'm a good man? Don't you know there's none good other than my Father in heaven? Okay, that's, that's Jesus, okay? But yet, alleged Christians will say, oh, well, Robert Mueller is a good man. Really? Well, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said there's none good. I think that includes Robert Mueller. I think that includes Donald Trump. I think that includes Brother Craig, the hatchet man. I think that includes you, the listener. But we who believe that, you know, we have a way. We, we have a pathway, okay? And that's through faith in Jesus, okay? So, but again, the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition it's a coalition where, you know, you don't have to be as strong and as 100% a believer in that as I am. You're still my brother. You're still my sister. You're still a part of this coalition. And I'm just encouraging you to do your part because once we exit the scene, our grandchildren, they're going to inherit whatever world we left, whether we worked hard to defeat these enemies of God and these enemies of law and order or whether or not we skated, okay? They're going to inherit what we leave them, okay? Now, we're up against the uh, top of the hour news break. And, uh, and again, we'd love to speak to you on the other side of the break, 804-454-1366. We will be right back. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Because the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't. The men who died, who gave that fight to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog 
program, uh, the really real deal. And uh, look, I don't know if that makes me crazy or not, but the guy singing the song, he says probably. <laughs> what do you think out there? Is the Hatchet Man crazy? 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. Now, if there are any Democrats out listening, you might just call up here in a few minutes and say, yeah, Hatchet Man, you're crazy. Because, uh, you know, I'm going to do a little riff on these Democrats and uh, we're going to break it down and uh, get into, uh, you know, all of this uh, silliness. Uh, well, in a sense, it's silliness, but it's serious business, uh, you know, with them trying to take uh, Trump out uh, and, and, and using uh, all manner of lies. OK. And, um, you know, the book of Luke. Uh, there's a quote in chapter six, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And I don't know how many, you know, I've been I've been telling Republicans and Christians, okay, how we really we need to get tough, okay. We really need to get tough. I'm like, do I have to write everything in crayon for these people, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I mean, and now the Democrat Party again, if you know, Ma and Pa Democrat, I really I really don't mean you, okay. Although, to be fair. You do empower these people because you vote for them, okay? You vote for these people. You show up and you volunteer for these people, okay? You donate money to these people, okay? And, but even with that, okay, I'm not being an accuser of the brethren here, all right? And uh, I want to make sure that my motives are, well, I, they they are, okay? Because that, that thing about... Um, you know, don't take the splinter out of your brother's eye until you take the plank out of your own, okay? They both would, but the plank is a whole lot bigger than the splinter, okay? And so that plank that you have to take out of your eye, you know, that's that's your intent, okay? Is your intent do, to defame or or is your intent to save, okay? Is your intent to clarify. Okay. And so now I, I don't have the power to save you, you Democrats out there. Okay. I do have the power if you will receive it. Okay. If now that's a big, if, because a lot of people, once you say Democrat, the brick wall goes up. Okay. And you know, people dig in, uh, you know, and then this is my camp and that's your camp. And you know, mine is right and yours is wrong. And there's very rarely ever a true and genuine examination of things that we're being taught. We just accept them because that's the way we've always been taught. And so, and I'm, I'm unafraid to tread in these waters. Many people are very afraid to tread into these waters. Okay. And many people that are in leadership, and that's very unfortunate because who's, who's going to do it. Okay. If not the leadership, who, who is going to do this if the preacher is not going to do it, if the politician is not going to do it, if the teacher, the educator, you know, the member of the media, if they're not going to do it, then who's, who's going to do it? And is it something that needs doing? 
Obviously, it does. Obviously, it needs doing. Okay? And so, and I've been predicting for some time that, you know, not that all Democrats are going to wake up because, you know, in my mind, most of these people are under deception. Now, I said most. I did not say all. Okay? I did not say all. I am not like these low-fat Republicans, you know, these celery and tofu Republicans, these blueberry-toting Republicans who always refer to the Democrats as my friend across the aisle, and they don't get it. They don't understand. You know, Obama just doesn't understand economics. Hillary just doesn't understand this. You know, Mueller really doesn't understand. I mean, folks, these are grown folks. These are adults. These are not college kids. Trust me, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And I'm under no illusion that there's any eloquence I can bring to bear that is going to make Barack Obama change his mind, that's going to make Hillary Clinton change her mind, that's going to make uh, Tony Podesta, and uh, what's Tony Podesta's brother name? With the Podesta brothers, okay, or Mueller, or Adam Schiff. These, these people, Whoopi Goldberg, okay, you see what, you know, speaking of out of the contents of the heart, the mouth speaks, the vile filth that flew from Whoopi Goldberg's mouth in the direction of Judge Jeanine Pirro. Okay? And, but yet and still, and this, this, now this should be proof if, if there's a Democrat out there that truly wants to know, okay, Am, am I under deception? Are the people that have been teaching me, have they been lying to me? If you, if you, you know, don't be afraid to examine that because what if I'm wrong and you find out your people are telling you the truth? Then that strengthens your position. You, you know, you can rest confidently that, yeah, I'm a proud Democrat and we're correct on the issues, okay? And, my, and our people, we are uh, the righteous. We are looking out for the little guy. And yeah, those dastardly Republicans, they are the mean, evil party of the rich. Yeah, those Republicans, they do hate brown people. They do hate women. They do hate children. They do, they do hate clean air. Yeah, those Republicans, they do hate clean water. You know, all they want is for there be a coal plant uh, on every corner. And you can, you can rest comfortably. But on the other hand, okay, okay, so just just be fair, okay? Be fair, open your mind, because on the other hand, what if your party has been lying to you and you have this two-tiered system in the Democrat Party, just like you have a two-tiered system in the Republican Party that I, you know, and trust me, uh, you know, you who are longtime listeners, you know that the hatchet man is fair. I beat up on Republicans and I say the same thing. I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican. Even though, just like with the Democrats, Ma and Pa Republican, we vote for these people. We do door knocking for them. We make phone calls for them. We give them money. Okay. So when a low fat Republican is in office, that person is in office because we put them there. But see, on our side of the aisle, there is honesty. There's honesty. We don't assume 
that just because they're a member of our party, that they're righteous and they're pure and that everything they say is right and holy. We don't assume that. We assume a fallen human nature. Now, on the Democrat side, by contrast, they just, they stick together. Their side is always right, and we are the enemy. And so there's no examination of actual fact because as soon as the subject gets brought up, the brick wall goes up. And so now I hope I've been able to put a slight dent (laughs) in that brick wall here because, you know, the, the, the Democrat Party, you know, it starts with a D and you look at there are a lot of D words that would describe Democrats. They're a party devoid of decency a party of delusion, a party of debauchery, a party of death, despair, division, deceit, devolution, not not evolution. You're not evolving to anything higher. They have people devolving to the lowest basis desires, literally a party of devolution, destruction, destitution, desire for all things illicit, okay? all types of, you know, unnatural sex, drug use. I mean, th- this, is, this is the leadership of the Democrat Party. And so if you are a Democrat out there and you have fallen for the lie that the Democrats, they just want what's best for the common man and that they're against the rich, I mean, you could just do a simple thing like you could just Google, you know, what political party do the richest members of Congress belong to? You, you can just Google that, and you'll find that most of them are Democrats, okay? The, um, the, the, five peop- the, 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 the five richest people in America that have renounced their citizenship in order to avoid taxes, okay? It's mostly Democrats. These are billionaires. One of them is a co-founder of Facebook. You hear about Zuckerberg all the time. You never hear about Eduardo Suavo, okay? Billionaire, 30-year-old billionaire, co-founder of Facebook. Renounced his citizenship to avoid paying taxes, okay? And um, the simple fact of the matter, folks, is that these things that the Democrat Party sell to you they all have to do with feeding negative energy into your soul because the people at the top that run the Democrat Party, the dirty little secret is they're rich. They engage in crony capitalism. These are not people that want to work with their hands. These are people that want to manipulate figures. Crony capitalism. Look at Virginia's uh, senior citizen. Uh, what did I say, citizen? Senior senator, okay, Uh, Senator Mark Warner, okay, Democrat, the richest senator in the United States. Now, nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with being rich, okay, but you have to ask the question, okay, did Senator Mark Warner get rich because, like, say, Bill Gates, you know, a Democrat also, Bill Gates is a Democrat, okay, but let's be fair to Bill Gates, Bill Gates created something that I am willing to give him money for and you are willing to give him money for. 
and billions of people are willing to fork over money in exchange for what Bill Gates created. So his riches are justly earned. Now, you know, there, there have been people that have made the case of around the edges, and I won't go there, okay, because none, none are perfect. Not Bill Gates, not me, not, not Mark Warner. But by and large, he, the man engaged successfully in capitalism. And so he deserves the fruits of his labor. Mark Warner, on the other hand, he's gotten rich the way most of these Democrat politicians get rich. A crony capital hookup devoid of merit-based earning. Okay? He got something that you and I can't get because he was an aide to uh, then-Senator Chris Dodd up in Connecticut. And he, very early on in the cell phone industry, he got uh, free licenses, and he's parlayed that into uh, enough money that he's closing in on being a billionaire himself. The man is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And But what do these people and people like the Clintons, uh, you know, people who are very, very wealthy, and they're wealthy due to government connections, okay? And, you know, I won't bore you with a very, very long list. You know, just Google it and, and do some reading on it yourself, all right? But you look at the simple fact that they sell you on the idea and they drive into your soul and the souls of particularly your young people, the young Democrats. They're selling them negative energy, hatred, okay? The Republicans are evil. It's not that they're wrong, they're evil, okay? And so they never can point out, okay, well, what's wrong with, you know, let's take, for example, our the seven C's of a successful society. What's wrong with them as policy issues? There's, there's nothing that a, a person could point out that's wrong with them. And so, therefore, they don't engage you on policy. They engage you on personality. And they say, oh, well, this person is evil. This person is wicked. Therefore, you should hate that person, okay? You read the book 1984, George Orwell, where they had hate week. And they had to always, Oceania had to always constantly be at war, okay? And this is how they controlled the population. And nothing has changed, folks. Nothing has changed, okay? So, but anyway, I'm a little long in this segment, and uh, so I'm going to give the phone number out again, and then we're going to go to uh, our commercial break. And the number here, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, 
then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Feeling my way through the darkness Guided by a beating heart Welcome back to the program of America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we have a really real deal caller here. I think this is Big Mike. Big Mike, what's on your mind, brother? Hello? Hello. He came by his fortune, Mark Warner. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah but I'm glad, I'm glad you filled me in on that. Uh, but the thing that bothered me is he must have impressed a lot of Republicans because they voted for him for governor. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the beginning of the state starting to turn blue. The Republicans, they're determined to shoot themselves in the foot. Well, see, this is the thing, Mike. In this battle within the Republican Party, the establishment Republican, they're a bunch of snakes, okay? And yeah. so what they will do is they will shoot down the upstart Republicans, and a lot of it, Mike, is generational because a, a lot of the guys, they're younger, they're like me, they're Generation X guys. Ken Cuccinelli, Generation X. Um, Corey Stewart, Generation X. And so they don't want the next generation of Republicans. Like I talk about the baton that I, I receive the baton, I run my leg of the race, Mike, and then I seek to hand the baton off. These low-fat Republicans, they don't want to ever hand the thing off, man. They want to hold on to, to the baton forever. And so did you know, Mike, that the last seven uh, governors of Virginia in a row have been baby boomers? Uh, Ever, well, I haven't given any thought. Well, I, I have to give these things thought because well, one, well, one of my big study this. points is intergenerational dynamics. Okay? What do we consider a baby boomer? A baby boomer would be someone um, like 58 on up to uh, the early 70s. Well, I'm a baby boomer, and I'll tell you one thing. If I'd have been a governor, you'd have seen some conservatism. <laughs> I, be and I, and, I uh, believe that. And I'm a nifty from the 50s, and most <laughs> of us people from the 50s, like I've said before, we had some problems, but we believed in God, we believed in ourselves, and we believed in our leaders, and it all started going down the drain with Lyndon Johnson. There was a brief revival under Reagan, Reagan and then yeah. he made the mistake of having Bush as vice president. Yeah. And then well, you know, these, Bushes, these Bushes are so close with the Clintons, yes. give me a break, I want to vomit. Now, you know, uh, 
the uh, the elder Bush was a CIA chief. Okay, so you talk about you don't get any more swamp than CIA. Okay, yeah. and so they know all the secrets, and they know, and I and I've shared with the audience before, Mike, of um, how when Kennedy was assassinated, uh, the uh, and this is from uh, research by Dr. Jerome Corsi, uh, whom I've been blessed to interview eight or nine times. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're probably due to have Dr. Corsi back on the program again. It's, it's, it's been a while since we've had him as a guest, but on the 50th anniversary uh, back in 2013, uh, the 50th anniversary of the assassination, he wrote a uh, book uh, on the assassination of uh, uh, Kennedy. And and one of the people present at a, a, a big meeting down in Dallas uh, was uh, George Bush, okay? Uh, you had Bush, you had Johnson, you had the Dulles brothers, you had Nixon, you had a whole lot of people in on this thing. And, you know, in the Warren Commission, they say, oh, it was just a lone assassin. Uh, and, and, you know, and then a mafia nobody assassinates him, so you can't interrogate the guy. I mean, come on, okay? Yeah. Come on. And we have people ever since then are saying, well, the Warren Commission was correct. I mean, you got to be out of your mind. 30 seconds to break, uh, Mike. Okay. Uh, well, listen, you know, I, I've got a little pamphlet here that I got from uh, this uh, Senator Albert Guillory, and I sent him some money, and he sent this little book, The Little Book of Liberal Lies. I'll tell you, it would pay for everybody to read this little book. You'd be surprised some of the comments made by Hillary, made by Jesse Jackson, made by Woodrow Wilson, and even uh, 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 Harry Truman, who I thought was probably the most decent Democrat they ever had. Yeah. I was surprised at the things he said, racist comments. Yeah, yeah, I'm not they, surprised. Have you, seen the, Look, have you seen that book? The can you book hold on, Mike? Uh, that's interesting. Hold on. We're going to break right now. Just hold on, please. Thank okay. you. Okay, okay. Oh, all right, we'll be right back, folks. the noise of thunder one of the four beasts saying come and see and I saw and behold a white horse there's a man going round taking names and he decides who to free and who to blame Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, the really 
real deal. Our final 30 minutes of today's program, and we have Mike still with us. And if another caller would like to call in, the number here is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. Now, Mike, um, I pulled up um, Guillory. Elbert, Elbert Guillory here, and uh, I really like this guy, man. Uh, he hits it hard, and uh, he's very, very unafraid. He's very articulate, and uh, you were telling me about a little booklet that he sent you. You want to share a little bit of that with the audience? Well, exactly what you, do you want me to? Uh, well, uh, just. Okay, I'll, you want me to share what Harry Truman said? Uh Fine, yeah, that'd yeah, be well, fine. You know, and I admired Harry Truman. I never knew he said this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said he was the last Democrat that was decent. Anyway, here's this is a quote from President Harry Truman, unabashed racist. I think one man is just as good as another as long as he's not an N-word or a Chinaman. Uncle Will says that the Lord made a white man from dust, an N-man from mud, then he threw up what was left, and it came down a Chinaman. He does hate Chinese and Japs. So do I. It is race prejudice, I guess, but I am strongly of the opinion Negroes ought to be in Africa, yellow men in Asia, yellow men in Asia, and white men in Europe and America. President Harry Truman said that. Now, I was shocked to read that. Now, I'm not shocked. You go back throughout American history— and you'll find that the Democrat Party were the party that relocated Native Americans. They were the party of slavery. They are the party of Jim Crow. They're the party of Japanese internment in World War II. You know, they're, they're the party that has always pushed these ideals. And more importantly, Mike, for voting purposes, they're the party that uses the power of government to enforce what their um, racial views are. And today, well, you know, today they want to tell um, all kind of people with any kind of skin pigmentation, whether you're black, brown, red, yellow, whatever, they want to say, oh, well, the Republicans, they hate you and we're your champion. But when you look through their history, you know, all, all it's, it's all a lie. They've always been on the opposite side. And it was the Republican Party that fought for women's rights, black rights, I mean, even to the, even to the, the assassination of uh, Lincoln, which it seemed Lincoln was subject to that same um, delusion that modern Republicans are: is if I just reach across the aisle, that I can convince the Democrat. Now, think about this, Mike: had Abraham Lincoln not had a Democrat, uh, Andrew Johnson, as his vice president, do you think he would have been assassinated? Uh, it'd be it, it'd uh, be kind of like you assassinating George Bush, and then you get uh, Dick Cheney, Darth Darth Cheney becomes your president. Yeah, well, I know which I know the lines. You, uh, uh, well, I, I don't you see, know. that's that can be. I, I don't know about that. But getting back right. to Harry Truman, it'd be the, the, or, or it, it, you you assassinate Trump, you get Pence. Okay, but now what if you had um, Hillary as vice president? Man, Trump, well, he wouldn't even be able to eat his food. Or leave the White House. They'd, they'd be trying to take him out so that Hillary could be president. Well, that, well, you you got a point there. But the thing about 
Truman, if I remember right, wasn't it under Truman that they integrated the armed services? Yes, the armed services. That's what, that's what yeah. threw me. That's why I was thrown for a loop that he would have been responsible for that and then would have said this. But then Lyndon Johnson, he says, Oh, yeah, there's Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> I'll have those N-word voting Democrat for the next 200 years. Yes, yes. And yes. he knew what he was doing with that welfare and everything. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Yeah. I call it the Democrat. Vote buying. The Democrat's welfare plantation. Yeah, yeah. Vote It's vote buying. You know, yeah, yeah. and see, the Republican Party has a great message. Uh, you know, 150 years ago, the Republican Party told the Democrat Party, uh, no, Mr. Democrat, we're not going to put white people above black people. We're going to have equality, okay? And black folks applauded. Now, fast forward to today, Republicans' message has not changed. They're saying, no, Mr. Democrat, we're not going to put you know, all these different, you know, uh, African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, gay-American. We're not going to put these hyphenated Americans above Americans. All are equal. Where equality sounded good to, to, to blacks 150 years ago, today equality sounds like racism. And it's the exact same message that the Republican Party has has talked about. It's equality, equality under the law. And yeah. that is a timeless principle that has not changed, nor should it change. But people have changed, okay? And well, they, they, they've gotten true. spoiled. They, unfortunately, they have not changed for the better. As yeah. it's obvious, you see what has happened to this country. Oh, yeah. I, I ripping it, it, it apart. It is absolutely disgraceful. What has happened here? And then this is a Christian nation. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> now and we're not going to do that dance laugh. again, Mike. You know, and remember, remember, my friend. Now, as Christians, we are not perfect. As Christians, we recognize our shortcomings and we recognize the fact that we need Christ in our lives. That's what a Christian is. A Christian is not a, a perfect person. If you're perfect and you don't need Jesus Christ, then you can go and be whatever religion or you can be an atheist. And that's the position of the leadership of the Democrat Party, okay? But um, it's, a, it's a false position. And so when we, when we say, you know, that, that Christians are not perfect— a true Christian knows that they're not perfect, but they're working on it, okay? And so let's extend a little grace to our our, our brothers out there. All right, brother? <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to, but don't forget, you're the one that talks about all the blueberry toters. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is true. So don't get but, on my case. But you're not I'm a blueberry toter. I see it, friend. I call it as I see it, and usually I see things the way they are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to argue with you because you are one of my favorite talk show hosts, but do you have this book? The Little Book of Liberal Lies. Uh, no. By Albert Guillory. I'm writing it down now. All right. I, I appreciate that info, brother. The Little Book of Liberal Lies. I'm telling you, it'll certainly open up your eyes a lot. Well, they probably not because already know most of the stuff. And yeah. another thing, who's that guy? Now, I, I mean, we all know who he is. And I, for some reason, I got a mental block against his name to write an editorial page. Will, Will. I mean, he is he is really getting rapidly anti-Trump now. George Will. Huh? George Will. Yeah, yeah. This man mm-hmm. is making me sick. Yeah, He's yeah. making me sick. To be, this, to be this hateful against Trump. I know Trump has some problems. It seems like he ought to really think twice before he opens his mouth. 
<laughs> but, I, but I'll vote for him again. I will, I will too. You consider the alternative. You That's have right. no choice, really. You do. You have no choice. You have to. Even among, even in a Republican primary, okay? Right. Now, I supported Ted Cruz the first time. Me but, too. But not this time. OK, right. if it's Cruz and Trump, I'm voting Trump. OK, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Trump's doing well, a great the first job. Time, if, if Cruz would have got it the first time, I really don't think he would have won the election. Well, I, I don't know. Wrong. I could be. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I think I think if Cruz would have uh, stayed true to himself, he would have won the election. Because remember now, Cruz is a guy that called uh, Mitch McConnell a liar from the well of the Senate. So yeah. obviously the man is toting a set of onions, okay, and, yeah. and not not baby pearl onions either. He's an onion toter. So now if the, um, if the consultants would not have gotten a hold of him and convinced him to tone it down, which is a playbook, uh, a play from the Republican playbook that's 25 years old, you yeah. know, be conservative in the primary, track to the middle in the general, that that no longer works, okay? And so you have to be conservative in the primary and be more conservative in the general election because there's nothing you can do to placate a neoliberal uh, communist Democrat. You can't well, placate them. That's you, right. Like Russ says, you can't com a compromise with them. You have to defeat them. Exactly. One, la one last thing. Now, see, what was I thinking about the one last thing? Uh, well, one last thing. I guess it's going to be goodbye. I appreciate it, Brother Mike. Right. You take care. <laughs> you too, now. God well, bless. Bye -bye. All right. And uh, we uh, do we have another call on the line there? Okay. And the number here, 804-454-1366. Craig. Feeling my way through the darkness Guided by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end But I know where to start They tell me I'm too young to understand They say I'm caught up in a dream Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes So that's fine by me so wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was fine Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. 
Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, our final 15 minutes of today's program. And we have Doug calling in from Newport News, and uh, I used to live out in Newport News. How you doing today, Doug? I'm doing great, Brother Craig. How are you? I am fantastic, man. I was a little boy in Newport News and had a newspaper route uh, up down like 30th Street, which was like a super highway, a little two lane. Man, folks flew up and down 30th Street. And uh, no, 39th Street. That's what it was. 30. Well, now there's like a, 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 a 12 lane highway up above 39th Street now. But uh, back sure then, is. this was in the 70s. And um, yeah. 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 yeah and I, I did the newspaper thing too back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a shame that children can't have newspaper routes. I mean, what an experience to be ten, to be 10 years old and to get to go out and have basically your own little business. I even had an employee because on Sunday, the paper was so thick and I had over 100 customers. I couldn't do it without help. Yeah, so <laughs> so what's yeah. on your mind, brother? Well, uh, this uh, uh, out of control Trump derangement syndrome. Oh the, yeah, the latest the latest thing that's really got me is they trying to get the interpreter from the the uh, Russia summit. Um, yeah, to, and they're gonna they're gonna pigeonhole her into a subpoena and pick everything that she knows that Trump said in that meeting. And that is just, it's never been done before. Yeah. Any other president. Yeah. And it is just, that's just so over the top. I just can't. Well, this is, and and they're not going to give up. And I think until they find out what happened in that private meeting, right. Well, they want to make public. It's outrageous. It's, it's, we're at war and see, and Republicans need to recognize that every four generations we're at war and the nature of warfare has changed. We today we're in an information war. Okay. Because what's the purpose of war is to get your enemy to accept your interests. And so when there was no mass communication, you got your enemy to accept your interests by killing enough of them until he said, uncle. You know, and so if, you know, if your enemy was on the other side of the, the river and you've got the, the fruit trees and the women and the cows, you know, they're over there Well, it's like, OK, you need to let us have some of your cows, your fruit and your women. And if they say no, well, well, we will kill you. And if yeah. you if you kill enough of them, they say yes. And that's all warfare is. OK, yeah. and, you know, whether it's oil or, you know, real estate. Uh, whatever it is, or, or, or a way of life, uh, doing big business deals that never see the light of day, you know. So now they have ways to get other people to accept their interests without doing things that cause people to shoot back. Because when you when you shoot a gun, folks tend to want to shoot back. And yeah. so now they're like avoiding the... Um, and Sung Tzu wrote about this 2,500 years ago, by the way. It's not a new thing, okay? He said the greatest victory you ever win is the victory you win without firing a shot. 
the, the greatest victory. This is Song Zhu, the art of war. You know, so if you read Song Zhu or if you read Machiavelli, uh, the prince, you know, this, this is this is ancient wisdom that's detailing things that we see today. And the idiots in the news act like it's the first time it's ever happened. It's not right. the first time it's ever happened. So okay? what's your feeling? Do you think that the left will be successful in forcing her to testify what she heard? Per- perhaps, in, uh, perhaps they 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 may. Um, but it it won't amount to a hill of beans because, for one thing, uh, Trump is not, um, you know, engaging in any type of treason. Barack Obama uh, and Hillary Clinton have openly engaged in treason Absolutely. to the point of $140 million being transferred uh, from a Canadian entity to the Clinton Foundation in uranium exchange for one. right uran- the uranium one deal. And it yep. galls me that there's very few Republicans that have the nerve to beat that drum every single day, okay? And, they and do. that's Russia. They absolutely do, but they, they refuse to. It's yeah. a small group of patriots that do. Yeah, and I'm in that small group of patriots, and I beat that drum constantly because the you, Russia collusion has been with Hillary and Barack, okay? Yeah. And has yeah. not been with uh, Donald Trump. But see, the, this is the evil that we live in where they call good evil and evil good, and they call good people evil and evil people good. And the evil but, Democrats, they call good, you know? So The left, the left is amazing at the deception of uh, messing up everything and then blaming the opposite side. Yeah, and they've been so doing this, for, and they're going to keep doing it. But see, Trump has uses imprecise language because Trump was a businessman, right, so not a apart. politician. Right, so he's easy to pick apart. But the American people have already factored that into Donald Trump when they see him speak, when they hear him speak. We already right. know that he's not one of these smooth, silver-tongued devils. He's just a plain-spoken man. You know, so like myself, I just stand behind this microphone and I cut it loose, brother. And so yeah. if I go a little bit overboard, it's no great big deal. You know, uh, the, the, la- the latest thing was the uh, the uh, the Playboy. Uh, I forget her name. Yeah, same thing. It's been it's yeah, been baked into the cake. No, nope. yeah, it's not yep. going to amount to a hill of beans. Well. I asked wife uh, yesterday, and we heard on the radio, I says, is this going to uh, make any difference in your support of Trump? She said no. Exactly. And I'm thinking, I don't think it will influence any of his supporters. It won't. It won't. And see, what they're uh, trying to do, and look, I've got a— He's I, not a, a choir boy. You're, exactly. And we know and that we he's not. That. And what they want is they want to— avoid having uh, what I talk about all the time is the Democrat that has calluses on his hands and work shoes on his feet, okay, working a 10, 12-hour day and who's not getting any of these benefits uh, from the uh, government because he's not rich enough to get a government grant and he's not poor enough to get uh, government aid. So he's carrying his own weight. That guy, that's the guy that Trump needs and they want yeah. to make sure that more and more of them don't keep bleeding away from the Democrats toward the Republicans, which is their natural home, you know. Right. But listen, brother, I got to move here, and uh, I really appreciate the call. And listen, check us out at our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. 
I sure will. I enjoy listening to you on Saturday mornings out here in Newport News. So I, keep it up, brother. I appreciate that. You spread the word and you let them know that the Hatchet Man grew up in Newport News for, the well, Hatchet for about Man. six yes, years. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, real quick, just five seconds. You did a bulleted what the difference is between liberals and conservatives, and you showed a, it's a very simple bulleted list that you were putting out there. If you could put that out at every show. Oh, I'll do it was that. so concise and so good. Yeah, I'll do that. All yeah, right. You know that list I'm talking I about. I do. I do. Yeah. All right, sir. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. All right. And now we're going to say hi to Edison. Uh, Edison, what's on your mind, my brother? Well, I've been, you know, I, I love talk show and, uh, you know, I like to be informed and, you know, Brother Hatchet, I just, you know, the, 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 the Democrats and the Republicans, they're just constantly fighting and 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 I'm, I'm but that's I'm a good thing, Edison. That's oh, like man, it, we need the we cops need always fight. fighting the Bloods and the Crips. Yeah. Do, do you want we the cops have... to stop fighting them? Well, I, I, do I want the cops to stop fighting the Bloods and the Crips? I hope they put them in jail. They're, hello, hello. So, I, so then, what we should do is we should uh, we should take up a collection to order a jumpsuit, an orange jumpsuit for Hillary Clinton, as long as it's two sizes too small. <laughs> and get her a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> she needs a pack. But you know, here, here's here's what I'm at. You know. I, I I didn't I did, I never sat really and thought about this and the other night it was brought to my attention and I was just listening you know they want the Republicans they they want to keep you know they they I mean on that side of the party you know Republicans versus uh, uh, Democrats the bottom line is is you know they they don't want anybody uh, to to get anywhere in life because, you know, if they get somewhere, then they don't need them. Exactly. And just like when they try to divide California up in these different, you know, voting, the same thing that Barack Obama did in Chicago. Yeah. So he could obtain a more, uh, uh, a heavier number, uh, you know, voting number. Yeah. But the bottom line is this, the bottom line is this, they don't want, look, See, I am freedom. tired of the race card. I'm tired of the race card too. And I and I, I heard irrefutable evidence yesterday that I didn't even know it. And I was sitting there. And only it's was it 13 point whatever percent yeah. of this country is black. Yes. Okay. And and so if if we such rot rotten racist fascists that don't uh, uh, that uh, we just hate everybody and all that kind of stuff. We just don't like black people. And it's see, ridiculous. People want to keep something stirred up all the time. How yeah. did Barack Obama get elected to the White House? He'll it, help me. I think. Exactly. Thirteen point percent of people put a man in there. You know, and it's, a, up it's all a lie, Edison. It is a lie. It's a, yeah. a lie, and people been people people love a lie rather yeah. than the truth, and that's what it's all about. Well, and, see, you know, they're the selling. Thing, this is what people need to do, uh, brother. They need to examine their hearts, have a relationship with the Lord. If you have a relationship with the Lord, then truth sounds sweet and a lie sounds bitter, okay? And right now, people are living in their flesh. And so the Democrats, they feed the flesh, which they feed anger. They feed passion. They feed you know, their desire to have drugs and all kinds of illicit sex. And then if there if there's a baby born, you can just go commit aborticide against the baby. Or if you want to be a freak and, you know, a man, uh, lay with a man, then that then yeah. that gets it's always happened. But it's never before had the uh, the approval of the society. 
okay? And so they, they, they're feeding into all this, uh, f- these, these fleshly situations. And what I'm trying to do is do what God, I think what God would have me do is feed the spirit of man, uh, and right. and not feed the flesh of man, and so I want to yes. have people to use truth, use wisdom, use right. use good judgment. Listen to yes, your sir. elders, you know, and elders act like elders. You know, yes, a lot of elders they don't act like elders. You know, know that's right. so they're supposed to be telling me I'm not supposed to have to tell them because I'm yes, not sir. an elder. You know, yes, sir. so mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, well, I'll let you go. Look, I just I really enjoyed. It. I tell you, I. Saturday mornings, I, I just don't, I mean, Saturday, I would know where, what we do without you. I really love you. God bless you. Keep the faith. Oh, that's man. so you, kind you of you. And tell Miss Hatchet, uh, Edison said hello, and we love you, and God bless you, Brother Hatchet. Right. That's, that's so kind. I really appreciate God that, Edison. Sir. God bless you, I appreciate too. you, sir. All right. Thank you, now. Oh, that what? Yeah, I mean, hey, what a best, better, you can't think of a better way to end the program. And so, uh, listen, I'm just going to say thank you all. It's uh, it's really, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to come before you all. And, uh, and I'll just leave my final words is that the Lord would bless thee and keep thee. The Lord would make his face to shine upon thee, that he would be gracious to thee, and that the Lord would lift up upon thee his countenance. And to each and every person under the sound of my voice that he would give you peace. See you next week. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. You see, man made the cars to take us over the road. Man made the train to carry the heavy load. Man made the electrolyte to take us out of the dark. No.